ranked by U.S. News & World Report among the top 10 rehabilitation hospitals in the nation, Shepherd Center specializes in medical treatment, research, and rehabilitation for people with spinal cord injury and brain injury. As a service to our community, we present Shepherd Center Radio with host Melanie Cole. Patients at Shepherd Center can be at risk of infection for a few very important reasons. Patients are very mobile throughout the hospital, which sacrifices some infection protection afforded by having them stay put in their rooms, and a high proportion of Shepherd patients use medical devices that could add to the risk of infection. But here to counter these risks, my guest today is Sarah Culberson. She is the infection preventionist at Shepherd Center. Welcome to the show, Sarah. So tell us a little bit about infection risk with patients in the rehab setting. Thanks, Thanks Melanie. I'm, I'm glad to speak to you today. We get patients from all over the country, even sometimes other countries, and most of these people were trauma patients at the hospitals where they started and have already had a lot of medical complications. Um, we, we get these patients already knowing that they have infections sometimes. Uh, we don't know exactly what all they have been exposed to, um, and we do our best to try to minimize that once they get here. So what's involved in minimizing that risk? Our number one tactic is clean hands. Because the reverse is true. Um, clean, clean hands prevent infections, but we know that when people don't have great adherence to hand washing or using hand sanitizer, that that's literally how germs get moved through the building and pass from person to person. So that, that's our number one tactic. We know that our staff does a great job with that. We also want to educate families and patients themselves about how important that is for them to do that while they're here. If someone is a brain injury or spinal cord injury patient and they're not always able to remember and or take care of this for themselves, how do you help them? Oh, that is a a great question. Nursing staff and therapy staff assist patients with cleaning their hands. They're modeling the great behavior. They're showing the technique. And for brain injured patients, they usually do have to repeat this every day. Um, to walk them through the process, and it does become kind of a habit, a skill that they're learning along with all the other skills they're learning while they're here. What about the staff itself, Sarah? How do they help to prevent this infection risk from spreading? Hand hygiene is still our primary way. When patients already have certain kinds of infections, we do take some extra precautions. If patients have uh, Arcarian bacteria, that we know are the resistant things, the things that the news calls the super bugs, the super germs. Occasionally we do extra precautions for patients where the staff wear gowns and gloves when they have when they do certain tasks, when they're having direct contact with the patient, or even when they're cleaning equipment or things in the patient's environment. Um, and, and that's another great tactic to disrupt the way things get transmitted and transferred from person to person. And what about equipment, and how is that helping to reduce this risk? We use so much equipment in the facility, not just things in a traditional hospital room, like the bed and the table that goes over the bed and maybe a chair or bathroom equipment, but our patients spend a lot of time in the rehabilitation gyms. There's so much equipment in there, mats and bolsters and treadmills, and and we have a great, strong program of cleaning those. We We have a couple of different products that we use that are um, disinfecting or germicidal products. Um, Usually they're in wet wipes, which are easy for the staff to use, um, and they have a very diligent program of cleaning that equipment in between patients. Um, We don't want 
germs left from one patient still on the equipment when the next person goes to use it. So that's really, really important. It's cold and flu season, so sometimes people are in the gym and they're they're getting their therapy and they're coughing or they're sneezing. And what do you do for that situation? If patients can tolerate wearing a mask, that can be a tactic that we use to stop them from spreading their germs. Um, we can sometimes separate people in the gym, use some partitions if they're actively coughing or sneezing or something like that. Um, there are times where patients might be confined to their room for a short period of time, but um, therapy can be done in the, in, at the bedside. They um, lose the ability to use some of the equipment when that happens because um, obviously there's not a treadmill in every patient's room or other devices. Um, but, so we can do that kind of as a last resort. We also try to vaccinate um, our patients um, for flu while they're here. If they don't have documentation that they have had a flu vaccine already for this season, we offer them one as soon as they arrive in our facility. It sounds very comprehensive, and it's it's wonderful service that you provide. And what about when a patient goes home? Do you help the family to learn these good hygiene habits when they're at home? Yes, we do. We have a pretty comprehensive discharge planning process, and that starts early, early in their stay. Um, we are preaching hand hygiene to families the entire time they're here, and they need to carry that over at home. Um, we literally walk them through hands-on process of how to properly wash your hands or how to use the alcohol sanitizer products because they come in different forms. Um, we want patients and families to do that when they go home. There's some other things that we encourage at home, too. Healthy diet is one way to uh, prevent infections and can help your body to ward off minor things. We tell patients who smoke that they need to quit smoking. We tell families that smoke that they need to quit smoking. We tell patients to avoid all secondhand smoke if they can um, because that really sets them up for infection. Respiratory infections are are pretty common in our patients after they leave us. That spinal cord injury or brain injury makes them a little more vulnerable to respiratory infections. And so an annual flu shot, not just the one they get while they're with us, but they're going to need to get one every year after they leave. And there's some other vaccines, too, excuse me, that they do. We encourage them to discuss with their personal physician what other vaccines might be helpful for them when they leave. And what about monitoring and reporting any infections? What Do you tell the family if somebody has come up with an infection what they can do? What treatment goes on after that? It kind of depends on what the specific infection is, but we... We try to always explain to patients and families while they're here what the infection is that they're being treated for, what are some um, signs that they would need to watch for, for it worsening or resolving. Um, as some of these might tend to recur, perhaps the MRSA germ is the number one reason that we do some extra precautions for patients while they're here, and that is at times difficult to completely eradicate, and, and we want patients to be informed of what to look for after they go home and families to be um, to be savvy about hygiene in the home, housekeeping in the home, um, patients who have had MRSA infections or other drug-resistant infections um, shouldn't share a lot of items with other family members like towels or razors or toothbrushes and things like that. Um, but normal home hygiene, um, dishwashers, normal laundry is enough to protect um, other family members from those germs in the home. 
That's great advice about not sharing things like towels and home things that you might not even otherwise think about. So in just the last few minutes, Sarah, give your best advice for infection prevention in the rehab setting and at home and why people should come to Shepherd Center for their care. Well, I, I feel like I'm repeating myself, but the number one thing people can do while they're here and at home to prevent spreading infection is hand hygiene. Thorough soap and water, hand washing at the sink has not gone out of style. It still works. Um, but the hand sanitizer products have come on the market maybe in the last 15 or so years, and they're very effective. They come in lots of different forms and are uh, pretty portable. You can keep those in your car, in your handbag, and they're easy to use. So that really is the primary prevention uh, for patients and families while they're here and once they leave. And as an infection preventionist, which is a word that absolutely explains exactly what you do. What do you want people to know about Shepherd Center? We strive so hard to minimize the risk and the consequences of healthcare-acquired infections. If people get infections while they're with us, besides the normal medical complications that can, can come about from those, patients lose time from therapy, and that is so valuable. We don't want patients to lose their momentum that they're making progress in therapy, we don't want um, we don't want to have to have that happen at all. So we have very low rates of almost every hospital acquired infection that we track. We do report um, the incidence of these through the state and through the CDC on a national level, and we're pretty proud of our outcomes. Thank you so much, and I applaud all the great work that you do at Shepherd Center. You're listening to Shepherd Center Radio, and for more information, you can go to shepherd.org. That's shepherd.org. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening.